and welcome to Ask Pandemic. If you haven't already, please subscribe now for today's question. Uh, we have a question here from Priscilla from Ireland. Priscilla is asking, how is infidelity dealt with in a marriage? The Bible says, divorce is allowed, but the church these days seems to go against that. Ah, Priscilla, thank you for asking that question. Um, and thank God for this opportunity to deal with this matter that is quite sensitive. How is infidelity dealt with in a Christian marriage? Just like every other relationship in the Bible where there's a breach of trust, the first step any living church will actually push for is forgiveness, reconciliation, you know, finding out the reason why that took place, what happened, how did it happen, and allowing both of you that are involved in that relationship to try to look at what's going on. We'll always push for forgiveness because that is a testament of the word of God, that if you have been hurt in any way, you should allow the other person to forgive you and you to forgive that person. Now, I, I understand what you're trying to say, saying that the Bible says divorce is allowed or permissible. I am guessing that you're using Matthew chapter 5, verse 32, that says, But I say unto you that whoever shall put away his wife, saving for the case of communication, caused her to commit, you know, stuff like that, committed adultery and all of that. So I just want to encourage you that you need to read the verses before that. Jesus explaining, you know, about giving a permission for divorce to take place, said for the hardness of your hearts. That means if you've tried everything and there's no other way, would church would have to step in and bring peace to both of you. However, you should try to understand because we are Christians, because this world is not our home, we are only pilgrims here. We need to walk in the fear of God in the way we treat one another. So my suggestion and what I would advise is that please accept the things that the church offer when there are conflicts, such as counseling. Allow counseling first. Give that other person an opportunity to change or to prove they would not change. Counseling. And then the next step I usually see is mediation. So if both of you have tried, 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 and you are still not sorting it out, let an independent person listen to both sides and see if there's a way out or not. And from there, there might even be separation for a while. Where both of you go on your own and see if you can survive without each other for a while. Look at it first. Divorce should not be the first step. And it should not be a threat within a Christian home. Where if he breaks a monk, I will divorce you. If you do, I would even, no, no, we shouldn't do that to one another. Now, you are saying church these days seem not to be, you know, to be yes, going. going. Okay, so how is the church going against it? I think it might be the reluctance of, yes. you know, Christian churches to, like, the first time you have that conversation, they're not going to cheer you on. We are going to have to ask questions. And there are some, there's something I want to let you know. Most churches have zero tolerance to certain things in a marriage. You need to find them out. One, for instance, is maybe if there's physical violence. None of us will say stay there and die there. So maybe this question, there's a second part to it. What are you trying to suggest that churches these days don't want to obey God? Is that what you're saying? Or are you saying the pastor is reluctant to engage in a conversation about divorce because you never told him he was being you know, unfaithful? They never heard once that that brother had gone to five women. And the first time they are hearing is that you want to leave him. Yes, they will be reluctant because they want to know why. 
and what has happened. I pray the Lord will comfort you and I pray that if you have other questions, let me know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can the church encourage her to leave then, like in, in, in case of there is a domestic violence or something like that? Can actually the church encourage her to leave? Like, yeah, the church has to stick with God's word. We have to let you know these are the options you have. But just like everything that involves separation, there are consequences. And we have to encourage you to explore what's going to happen next when you go ahead with it. But at the end of the day, none of us have a right to choose for you. It's your life. You make the choice and live with the consequences. I think sometimes when when they like when she mentioned the church of these days is like they are going against that because um, they I think you know they find it they like sometimes you need the approval. And that approval, if you are like you, like you are a child of God, first approval, it should be, you know, from the church. So women tend to not get that. They Ooh, get the opposite. Okay. So they feel now that, you know, church doesn't approve it or church, it goes against it okay. because there's no encouragement. No, do. no. You see, the thing I want you to know about God, and if you walk with him for a while, is anytime there's a breakdown of relationship, there is pain, emotional pain, pain in different ways. So the church will try as much as possible to discourage you from walking away without making an effort. However, I don't know what you mean at the church these days, because my first question, and we've dealt with a few, is what have you done so far? So please write me back. Tell me what you've done so far. Have you gone for counseling? Have you done mediation? Have you tried separation? Have you both sat down? Have other people spoken to you? The reason we are doing this as a church is that someday you and I are going to stand before the judgment throne of God and we're going to give account of our life. So it's not about what the church is. It's not about the world. It's about that day. Let it be known that we did our very best. You know, because I know as a, as a woman that sometimes we're emotional. And when a man betrays our trust, oh my God, we want to throw everything at him, including the kitchen sink. But the Bible says, be slow to hunger. Be slow, you know, be slow to run. Don't rush quickly. Take your time, step back, see how you can deal with it. And I know that if you, you know, pastor, if this is the ground and you've done all your best, they, they are not going to encourage you to disobey God. But at the same time, they are going to be very, very unhappy to see that after all that effort, there was this was the only last result. Please like, share, and don't forget to subscribe.